Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Grace Tam, Chief Investment Advisor at BNP Paribas Wealth Management. Grace, so we've seen a couple of moves here, um, but, uh, you know, in terms of China, they've promised stimulus so much, you wonder whether or not people will really embrace this. Do you have any inside intelligence as to whether this time it really amounts to something that will uh, provide some juice to markets? Yeah, um, morning. Um, I think um, the key is still um, about the um, reopening of the re- economy. As you know, um, uh, rather to reopen, they actually, um, uh, I mean, put in place um, more COVID um, restrictions. Um, so I think um, um, this is actually um, a very um, difficult situation because, I mean, when you look at the um, uh, consumer confidence, business confidence, and they, they are, they're very weak because, I mean, um, in terms of the COVID policy, there's still a lot of um, uncertainty. I think um, the hope for now is um, with the uh, 20th Party con- Congress going to be held on um, mid-October. Uh, hopefully, the um, political and also the policy clarity um, could help um, the markets after a meeting. Yeah, indeed. And that's sort of what our MLive Pulse survey respondents kind of indicated that after this party meeting, maybe the stock market starts to rebound, but the yuan could continue to slide. Do you kind of take that view? And and where would you be looking for upside in equities if that is the case? Um, I think um, given um, the economy is still uh, weak, and um, especially um, the poverty market, um, it could um, stay weak for for longer. Um, I, a, a a weaker yuan actually um, is is actually good for the for the economy. And also, uh, when you look at um, the the currency, um, I mean the other currencies in Asia, they all like um, continue to weaken because of the um, the the severe yuan weaknesses. So um, in terms of like um, competitive, uh, competitiveness, um, the yuan uh, is actually um, good to uh, have some depreciation. So having said that, uh, obviously um, the, the Chinese government, they don't want to see um, like a disorderly uh, depreciation of the yuan. Um, they want some orderly uh, or slow depreciation. And that's also good for, for the exports. Um, so I think... Um, uh, there, there's a chance for the yen to um, to break the seven level, but not uh, really um, immediately. As you can see, like um, yesterday, um, they cut the um, triple R uh, for the for the forex. Um, this is actually uh, indicated they want slow depreciation instead of a um, disorderly depreciation. 
to to a certain degree, Chinese citizens are somewhat shielded from the weakness in the yuan in that uh, it may not cause inflation as much as it would be in other places. And there is this interesting phenomenon which you could talk about as um, the opposite of of pulling forward demand. Uh, You'll actually uh, see a situation at some point when the COVID lockdowns get removed, whether it's um, you know later this year, early next year, where you might see revenge spending. But then there's the property, the property. uh, There's the problem of the property crisis holding consumers back. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So I think, um, first of all, as you mentioned, the key is um, when um, is the economy going to be um, reopened? Um, I think um, this is this is this is really the key. And because I mean, if it's it's going to reopen, um, you you will um, anticipate a huge uh, pent up demand, and that could um, drive the economy. But at the same time, as you mentioned, um, the external environment, especially for like U.S., Europe, um, the, the risk of recession actually is getting higher and higher. That could hurt um, the, the external demand. So I think um, it's really um, the key if they can reopen um, domestically and, and then the economy could be um, driven uh, by um, domestic um, consumption or, or, in, uh, or the domestic invest, uh, uh, infrastructure spending, investment, etc. Yeah. Uh, a tenth day there, Grace, of the uh, stronger than expected bias with the PBOC fix. I mean, just tell us what your view is here of the PBOC really trying to stem this weakness. Yeah, I think um, yeah they're trying to um, slow down um, the depreciation. Um, despite, I mean, the depreciation is actually good um, for the economy, uh, but I think they also worry about um, and this orderly uh, the depreciation will actually um, drive more like outflows um, from the country. Given your cautious stance here at the moment uh, on on basically um, most of the regions, uh, the United States and, and Europe, European region as well, uh, are you at all concerned that that the the feed in from Wall Street could be pretty negative here in the coming period? Because you'll get traders coming back from holiday. It's sort of the end of the summer, and right now the outlook in Europe is is so weak, and even in the U.S. with growth slowing and and uh, the Fed being so active uh, that we could be getting some negative inputs here soon. Yeah, I I also think um, in terms of the regional outlook, I think um, the key is um, the U.S. dollar. Um, If the U.S. dollar continues to strengthen, um, that's actually a a bad news um, for the um, Asian uh, overall outlook. And even um, when you look at um, um, the past, um, sometimes um, with the um, uh, continuous strengthening of the U.S. dollar, uh, we could see like credit events in some of the emerging markets. So this is not really um, a, a good news for EM or, or, or Asia. Um, but having said that, um, um, I think it really um, depends on uh, how aggressive um, the Fed uh, is going to hike um, interest rate. A lot actually already pricing in. So, I mean, um, if especially for the uh, August um, CPI data, uh, which we see the trend uh, of declining, we may see um, some slowdown in pace or, or smaller rate hike uh, in September meeting or even like November or December, I think um, we, may, we may see the peak of the, the dollar. 
Let's talk about uh, the yen because that is another currency that is weakening amidst this dollar strength and interest rate differential. We did hear from an ex-official from the Bank of Japan saying that they should avoid raising interest rates for now. So with that in mind, and if we do continue to see this accommodative stance, how much further weakness do you see in the yen? Yeah, I think um, um, as what you said, um, the interest rate um, differential actually would drive the yen weaker. And especially for the DOJ, they don't have any plan um, to to tighten anytime soon. And um, our expectation is um, they won't, um, I mean, they will just keep their like easing bias uh, for this year or even like um, next year until um, the next uh, leadership um, comes up, um, I mean, around, around spring. I got in a little bit of a tussle with a guest earlier this morning on the show because the guest was complaining about um, about policy coming from both Europe and the United States. Uh, and, you know, we were talking about, you know, Russia's invasion of, of Ukraine was really at the root of the energy crisis in Europe and whether or not uh, he felt that that he felt actually that policy, that American policy and European policy was the cause. And I suggested that it was more Vladimir Putin uh, sending tanks into the Ukraine. W- would you like to see the West get tougher on Russia here or the reverse? Um, I think it is very um, difficult to um, predict because uh, that's, um, po- uh, that's politics. Um, but I think um, in the in the near term, especially um, for Europe, uh, the UK, um, the energy crisis actually um, could um, drive the economy into into recession, and we we actually um, expect um, a, a recession in in the winter. Uh, but the positive news is um, uh, uh, when you look at the um, the energy um, storage uh, in Europe. Is actually filling up quite quickly, and for now, it's like uh, 80 to 90 percent, and this is good news, obviously. Um, but the but the key is um, how cold uh, will the winter be? It is much cooler than obviously <laughs> um, need more energy, but it is not that cold, and then it's okay for the for, for Europe and yeah. UK. Yeah. All right, Grace, thank you. Grace Tam, Chief Investment Advisor at BMP Paribas Wealth Management Hong Kong, with us from Hong Kong here on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CutterEconomicForum.com.